There's a, a I real. saw this video of a robot chick that was walking around a foreign land, it looked like. And she looked super real. Has anyone seen this woman? Like a real robot? I yeah. Not. And she makes like facial expressions. I'll talk to my buddy Bender. He might know her. <laughs> John's been watching too much Futurama. Ladies and gentlemen, hey guys, to you once again, to the audience. They have no idea that we just scrapped about 20 minutes <laughs> of shit because our recording equipment malfunctioned. But who gives a shit about that? John Miller is here. I would just like to say that the first 20 minutes were very good. I know. There's some shit that you guys definitely will have wanted to hear, but too bad, so sad. And Adam Spidey Peterson. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Dan Spurs, do you want to say hello to the microphone? (laughs) Hello. And uh, yeah, we're we're here to talk about nothing whatsoever. You guys missed some good stuff. We talked about. Uh, I mean, we could always talk about jacking off again if you if you want to. <laughs> you know that kind of passed. Yeah, it passed. That's more of an in the moment thing. You took a bathroom break and you're all you're you're done. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm good. <laughs> you're, you're all cleared. Spidey, up. are you good? I was sick of talking about it. I took action. <laughs> It was a good one. Oh, thank God it was outside. And, uh... Oh, and... So, during the technical difficulties, John and I went and took a piss outside. And I'm done or whatever. I turn around and he's facing me <laughs> instead of facing the other way. Taking a piss? Taking a piss. <laughs> To my defense, I heard people talking in the direction I was initially going to pee. I figure you've already seen my penis before. Oh, yeah. I just turn around and let it happen. Well, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Why? Because I'm huge? Was it was it a, the best thing you've seen today? or it's It'll be the littlest thing I think about today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, damn it. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to come back at you, but Ooh, failed miserably. Um, I would like you to retell the story about burning up your wheel on your rollerblades on Washington Island. Oh, totally. Yeah. So I went to the island all weekend, last weekend, and was rollerblading around. But on Sunday, I, like, attached this rope to my four-wheeler and was just ripping around on it. And we're, like, getting near Nelson's, and my wheel, it melts off the frame, explodes off with my brake. But it's happened before. (laughs) So I had to find someone with an Allen wrench and move the third wheel back to the rear wheel. Where can you find someone on the island with an Allen wrench? His name is Hans, and you just have to break your blades on a baseball game day. I was going to say you were up there for the bays at the island. Wait, like yeah. like Hans Hans with the blue F-150? Yep, yeah. <laughs> Lindquist. I don't know. What's his last name? It's Hans. I shoot pool with him. His name's Hans. But what's his last? Kirsten? It's Loggerquist. Loggerquist. Hans Allen Wrench. Are we not supposed to say names? I forgot that part. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Well, Beep. Everybody everybody who goes to Husby's at Happy Hour knows Hans. Yeah, he's the guy with the Allen Wrenches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how was that? Was it a fucking party up on the island that day? Yeah, basically every local came. Yeah, I've always was, wanted to get up there for that particular matchup. It's like the whole Sister Bay crowd takes over Nelson's. There's just a group outside, group inside. I'm sure at Nelson's they kind of love it and hate it. Like They make a lot of money, but put up with all of our bullshit. Riley was working. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Oh, he's up at the Nelsons now, huh? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Did he get you drunk? Yeah. He like lives <laughs> up there now, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's been up there for a while. But I'm so happy you got a job at Nelson's. Yeah? Because now I... Now you know the bartender? Now I have a justification for being there almost the whole time. Oh, yeah. He's just seeing Riley. Just seeing Riley. Oh, wait. So you barely went to the game? I did go. But he was bartending like Saturday night, too. Oh, you went up for the whole weekend. I was up since Friday. Fuck yeah, dude. Where'd you stay? Stayed at Riley's. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I have a truck tent that was made for the bed of my truck. Yeah. So you have a tent? Yeah. And it hooks under like the frame. So it, it's beautiful for it. You've always liked uh, sleeping in the back of the truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, so, sometimes I don't even bring a tent. Just you would do that, just climb in the tailgate in the winter and just, I'd be like, are you sure you don't want to sleep inside? You're like, no, man, I have so many blankets. I know. And you'd have like seven layers of <laughs> like six t-shirts, three sweatshirts. Do you remember those days when Adam would show up and be like, just keep tearing off sweatshirts? Those days? You mean when I'm cold? Like he always has yeah. an extra jacket. But dude, didn't you sleep in a van for a hot minute? What was that? The town and country? Yeah, we my, when my brother and I came up in two thousand nine, we were homeless for like I think a week or two. I can't remember exactly. But yeah, we slept in our van with all of our shit. We just get shit fucking canned at Husby's and then <laughs> no, no. I mean like two thousand twelve or two thousand thirteen. Like no. you got the van back. You walked out of Husby's back yeah. door. Crawled yeah. into a van and I'm like trying to wake him up because I gotta go home and he's just passed out. No, no, no. I took I took my cousin Danny's yoga bow and I threw it in the back of my van. That's right. Because I was being responsible. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of driving back to the employee housing, I'd get shit canned, take a beer out, usually spill spill it on myself. Yeah, and just sleep in my van. And then, you know, drive to work in the morning. I was thinking about <laughs> shit like that the other day when we talked about doing this podcast and like, obviously we don't name names, but I was thinking about the time there was that party and I woke up on the couch in all my clothes in a sitting position and we all hopped into the horny cheeseburger and <laughs> ripped it to work and we smoked like three bowls in two minutes. Oh, is that when you dumped the fryer? Yeah. Oil? And yeah. then, so for people who don't know, we had this apparatus at work that would filter the fryer oil for you. So, with fry magic powder. Yes, it, it, it's very healthy. And uh, <laughs> so, anyway, you're supposed to put it underneath the fryer first, so you can put the oil in it. Well, <laughs> I was so fucking fucked up still and stoned. I hit the thing open and like half the fryer <laughs> <laughs> spills right onto the floor. And it was just, yeah, that was twelve. the beginning of a 12-hour shift after partying all night, waking up in all my clothes. I would say about a solid 45 minutes of sleep, and this fucker looks at me after he does it and just starts laughing. <laughs> and I got to help him clean it up. What else are you going to do? Yeah, clean it up, I guess. You Laugh know. and fucking move on. That one wasn't as bad as the time I fucking knocked a, a one of the plastic baskets into a fryer. Oh, That's the totally. worst. During fucking busy dinner rush or whatever. And so like you're down a fryer trying to clean it out. And well, it's, it's got to cool completely. You can't get that you shit out You can't get of it there. out. Oh, God, it's fucking terrible. You ever do that, Dan? Drop plastic into the fryer? Well, that's because you probably set up was a little better that the plastic baskets weren't right above the fucking fryers. <laughs> well, but that was only one time in nine years. That's pretty good. Laura saved my life one night. That happened. I can't remember who it was. It was this chick busser. She knew Trish. <laughs> who cares about that detail? Oh, I don't know. I do. <laughs> she dropped it in there and she felt so bad. And I'm trying so hard not to be upset. And you know me, I get up, I get upset. Especially yeah. back then. Especially when it comes to peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Well, 
<laughs> okay, okay. So, well, first off, me, Frank, and John met each other working at Wilson's. Mm-hmm. And these were my first two roommates. Which is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the worst thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> I think it worked out pretty well. Or us. <laughs> no, I've loved it. So, John's grill master, a middleman. Griffey is Griffey on boo. salads. And, you know... It's shitty at Wilson's night shift. Busy as fuck. And this peanut butter and jelly sandwich comes through, but with no jelly. We're busy, and Griffin brings the sandwich up with jelly on it. And the server is like, hey, I need a PB&J with no jelly. So John tells Griffin to, that's what we need. He brings it back up there and puts jelly on it. So the server again goes to John. Hey, I need a PB and jelly. No jelly. (laughs) And across the kitchen, we have a little window with a fan running. John doesn't say a word. He just takes the sandwich, starts walking towards the salad area. Slowly says, I said no jelly (laughs) and throws it at the fan. The sandwich explodes. And then he just tells Griffey, clean that up. (laughs) And what were you doing at this? Like, how were you reacting? I, I loved it. Just seeing Griffin's reaction. And he's, he's from California. So he's got that. He was just like, whoa, man. <laughs> I used to ask Adam to stay a little bit longer so that I could have some fucking help around there. And he would look at me with this shit eating grin and go, <laughs> no, man, I'm out. <laughs> and he would leave about an hour before we'd close. It would be just this biggest shit show. Did I remember once, I think it was oh. even before you guys were there. Well, you were there before me, but then in my time. But yeah, anyway. you're t- yeah. So... <laughs> I'm begging, uh, it was Blaze. I was like, I was so hungover. My family had been up and I was on a double on a Tuesday. I'm like, I'll give you 50 bucks. And I'm banking like, what, 10 bucks an hour at the time? If. Uh, I'm like, I'll give you 50 bucks to close for me. It means he would stay one more hour. He just goes, oh, fuck no, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking the, fair enough, man. But this, that shit is cutthroat. <laughs> like, no. It is. When I first started at the creamery, like before I was actually working there, I was helping out on the weekends in the fall when I was still with you guys at Roots. And I really wanted to have off this Sunday night. I offered this kid $60 to take my shift. $60 on top of what you're going to make. Yeah, exactly. He probably made another 90 bucks. It's overtime, whatever. You get tips. And he just looks at me and he's like, no fuck i'm here time is the perfect commodity dude 50 bucks an hour on top of what you're making to stay one hour and i thought i had to bring the hoods back you know it's like but no and here's the thing i probably would have said the same thing yeah you don't want to work Longer than you have to. Like, no, I was planning on getting out of here. I knew I was getting out of here then. That's when it would piss me off. When I early on at Wilson's, like, managers would come back and be like, You got to help with dishes. This guy's incompetent. I'd be like, I've been here for fucking 12 hours today. And they're like, Nope, you got to help. <laughs> you should be like, like, Fuck you. You need to help this guy with yeah, dishes. Well, <laughs> they, they fucking, I, I should have. <laughs> I definitely should have. Well, like I when didn't. I was at Texas Roadhouse, I could give these fuckers 20 bucks to take like my Friday night shift so I could come up here and party and mm-hmm. stuff. And they would take it. They'd take $20 and my section. I had a pretty good section. They're going to make 300 bucks that night. And no one's going to give them that section. That Anyway, oh, Door County is a different beast, man. Well, yeah, because it's a sweet place. To, like, what are you going to do? 
What are you going to do in Appleton with that extra fucking three hours? <laughs> like, uh, see go the, home and cry. See the Houdini Museum uh, again. Go to the oh, bar what? and pay $11 for a gin and tonic. I did like our trips to visit you in Appleton. <laughs> yeah, that's because it was just the three of us hanging. We barely ever went out. We'd just get shit canned at John's apartment. Well, the best yeah. one was when you were sick as fuck. Yeah, I couldn't something. go out. Yeah, so It was like go, allergies. Adam and I go out. It's oh, the, the national bar. championship game or something, or Wisconsin's playing something. I don't know. We walk through these people's yards and go to the bar on Lindale. Lindale, yeah. I think. Oh, we got wrecked. And people were so upset. We're trying to talk about the game, knowing nothing about what happened. <laughs> yeah. And people were like, did you even watch the fucking game, man? That wasn't a call. I'm like, I don't know. I thought the officiating was pretty good. Are you kidding me? And they're yelling. Just dying laughing in the volleyball courts. Uh, it was funny because we'd always have the intention. That was like one of the few times that we were going to go out. Yeah. Like, And then... I don't know, like, for some reason, because I felt fine the next day, remember? Like, I just couldn't mm-hmm. breathe. It happened on the car ride down. I'm like, I'll get over it, I'll get over it, I'll just start drinking. Well, and I was smoking <laughs> so we cigarettes start drinking in the car too, man. So you show up, and I got a cloud of smoke in there. That yeah. probably didn't help. Well, I'm, I'm sure that building had all sorts of... Hey, Americans! That was John's favorite neighbor, the blop, blop, blop man. And so Steve was this dude. One of Nate's favorite. <laughs> yeah. Adam was actually over with me when the dude that lived below me and the dude that lived across the hall from me wanted to show up because they knew I smoked pot, so they wanted to smoke pot. And I was frying frog legs. And remember that dude eating those frogs? He was eating cartilage. I swear to God, he was eating the bones. Well, he was. Like, we ate all of the frog legs and, like, sucked the meat off the bones. Well, that's right. He was eating the scraps. Yeah, there's this bowl full of bones. And he comes up and it's like, are you guys going to eat those? We look at the bowl of bones. No. He just starts crunching away. And then there's Steve from across the I'm just a normal guy. I'm just a normal guy. You guys are yeah. young guys. I'm just a normal guy. I've been I've been old. I've been old. What about when uh when Steve borrowed a couple beers from you and then repaid the favor? This was like my second day there. I had no friends there. I move into this apartment complex. I've got a twelve pack of Peronis. And I see some people smoking some cigarettes, chilling outside. I'm like, I'm going to go down and talk to him. Big mistake. (laughs) And about a week later, he shows up knocking on my door and he's shaking like he's shaking like withdrawal shakes. He's like, got any more of those Peronis? (laughs) Like, no, no, I really don't. But I have I have two beers and I give him the two beers. And about two days later, he repays the favor. By bringing me a, I think, nine pack of Corona Light. <laughs> they don't sell them like that. No, no, they don't. Uh, you had to take a couple out of them. Appleton area is a very interesting area. Dude, the Fox Valley is like, it's, well, I don't know. I, th- I feel like it's just kind of what most of the U.S. is like, and we're just... We've just kind of come from different places. Like, we live up here. It's it's metropolitan and hick at the same time. Yeah, I, I imagine yeah. it's kind of like Clay, Alabama, or maybe even parts of Birmingham, Biloxi. Like, if you hit outside Dallas, you'd kind of find that shit, but... Well, it's just like small town No America. consequence. Just... It's the same as, like, you know, where I dropped out of college twice, Charleston. Like, it feels the same. In, in that, like, yeah, there's, <laughs> it's metropolitan hick. And that's only because there's a college. That's really, that's it. I lived right off of Fox Valley Tech where I was going to school. And, I mean, Steve one night showed up. He locked himself out of his apartment 
and he was trying to see if he could stay at my place. And I have no <laughs> idea. I'm like, fuck no, you can't stay at my place. <laughs> no. So I offered him this wall locker I had in the hallway that I had a key to. I'm like, you can sleep in here if you want. I put a pillow and blanket. I'm like, I don't fucking know you. You're not staying here. And then he told me he just needed a, a card to get into his room. So I give him my old Epic Pass. I haven't been to Colorado in years. I give him that thing and he's cutting his finger with it. But he finally like jimmied the lock and got in and then gave me the card back after it been like ripped his bloods on it. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Oh, God. The really funny part about that place. is a guy I went to high school with ended up dating this chick who knew Steve. Steve used to date like her aunt or some shit. And they used to smoke crack out of there. So, yeah, that's the Fox Valley. If you're so you're telling me we could have had some crack when we came down there and you were fucking holding out on us? Oh, dude, the chick on the first floor was like this hippie chick. She was selling junk. No question. God. Fox Valley is a beautiful area if you're into that kind of thing. It's or just like, witnessing seen it. It's just such a place. I mean, we went on a... Crappleton. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> edit it out. Edit it out. <laughs> give, give a pause. Yeah. Collect yourselves. Yeah. Crappleton. Crappleton. Well, um, last year Haley and I went down and visited Sheboygan. I don't know why, what it is about like really like small city America that it just makes me happy to be there. Like, I don't want to stay. Absolutely not. But like, oh, you're like everyone that comes to Door County. And you, you walked up to that <laughs> giant American flag. Yeah, I fucking sang the national anthem and choked a little bit underneath the, uh, is it the world or the nation? It, well, it must be the nation, the world's, if it's the nation's largest uh, American flag. That's not the nation's. It's bigger than Huntsville. You didn't do that under Lombardi's statue. No, fuck, fuck the Packers, man. Whoa. Well, the Packers are the worst NFL franchise in history. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me how you really feel. I uh, just did. He's a Vikings fan. Yeah. John Miller's used to be a Packer fan. I don't know what the fuck happened. What happened, John? He lost a bet. Uh, I prefer to say that I wised up. <laughs> we'll see. After this bet's over, we'll see who... Because he, he was a Lions fan for a little bit, which oh. I thought was really cool. You're one of those. That was kind of a pretty funny time. You'd hate it because he was a Bears fan with me for a little while. I would like to correct that uh, I am a Matthew Stafford fan. So you, he, he won the Super Bowl last year, so it wasn't all in vain. I believe you're a Vikings fan, so you better watch out because if Colin hears that, he's going to think that the... Uh... I believe I said was. Oh, no, you said um. People can change. Okay. Oh, I see what's going on here. Yeah, this bet is making you pump up the Vikings. You don't even want to. You have uh, Stockholm Syndrome? Is that what's going on? Um, I have winning NFL franchise syndrome. The Vikings. Wait, are you talking about the Vikings? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, if if you look at stats, stats are good. Stats are good for the Vikings, <laughs> and it's going to be no. Go away. Hi, you want to talk? Talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye. Hey, I play magic with that guy, I think. (laughs) Andrew. That's Andrew. I don't want it to get personal. We're not supposed to use names. So the Vikings, uh, they have the stats, is what you were saying? Yeah, if you look on Facebook, looks good. The only plus thing about you not being a Packers fan anymore is you gave me all your Packers shit. That's right, it did. <laughs> That's so funny. How much shit did he give you? He gave me a blanket. Oh, that Reggie White plaque? The Reggie White. That was a good one, man. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was one yeah, I should have held on so to. so many things. 
I had that since I was about seven years old. You know he's not giving it back. No, no, but I'm probably selling on eBay for a bunch right now. Would you become a Packers fan again if I sold it for a bunch of money and gave it to you and fucked Colin's bet over? Uh, No, because I'm a Vikings fan. True and true. School. (laughs) So the Wilsons days were pretty cool. Back when John was a Packers fan? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were a pretty cool time. I don't, you know. Speaking of Packers, real quick. Okay. I just talked to my mom and. She asked about me? (laughs) If you want to punch him, I won't edit it out. Well, you know Renee. She'd never (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anywho. Yeah. She. I'm the season ticket holder. No shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. I've only been to one Packer game. Oh, I've been to yeah. two. One with you. We went to a Packers Bears. Yeah, which which is the greatest sports experience I've ever had. Mm-hmm. At the end of the third quarter, do you remember this? When yes, I do. No, the Bears lost, but. You know this. Do you want to tell it or do you want me to? I think you should. Okay. Frank and I at a Packers game. And the beginning of the fourth quarter, you cannot purchase beer anymore. So the third quarter is winding down. It's like, I don't know, like 20 seconds away and the clock's running. Less than that, yeah. And... I'm like waving this, the one of the beer vendors down who's in the aisles frantically. And fourth quarter hits, I don't get a beer. No, there's a flag. Oh, I have to tell you, he looks at me like with this complete panic in his eyes and then just starts running. He runs down the aisle and down the stairs towards the beer vendor. And then the clock hits zero. Oh, yeah. So the dude's explaining to him that he can't, like, sorry, I can't sell you a beer. Okay, yeah. And then... And then the referee pulls a flag on the play, of course. And... <laughs> of course. It's, he's like, blah, 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 put seven seconds back on the clock. And the whole section that Frank and I are sitting in cheers for me. And everybody's going fucking ape shit. And then I get to buy my beers from the beer vendor. It was pretty epic. It was fucking amazing. Like people must have noticed how frantically I was running. Dude, the whole I was sitting with everybody. We're like, oh man. Like everybody felt so bad for you. And then like yeah. put three seconds back on the clock and we're ah. It was Epic. You should have bought every beer he had and then sold them to people. You could only buy two. So what year was that and what was the date of the game? Because we should try to find that footage. (laughs) Shit. I don't know what year that was. Uh definitely was earlier. We could we could look it up, maybe. I mean it was a Thursday night game. Yeah. It and the Packers handily beat the bears do we not have the internet here oh oh i had to turn my phone off like people call we, we me can anyway. we can address this after yeah 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 be and if we can find it. it but i don't know i don't know if the cameras were on you that would yeah. be crazy no because somebody would have seen you if it was on tv for fucking sure yeah yep but it was yeah yeah it was like something out of a movie it was, of course how did we get on this subject we're talking, we're talking about, about John's love for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah. The greatest sporting experience I ever had. That That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is going to need to be edited. Because I love... Shit, I'm drunk. No way, dude. <laughs> John, I'm sorry. No, uh, what I really John. wanted to say is that I love the Vikings. And I think this year is our... 
year. If you look at the receiving core, you got the greatest quarterback in the league this year. Just wait. You just wait. Aaron Rodgers, who? You mean the guy that threatens to leave you all the time? Sounds like you are in a bad relationship. I think you need to start your own sports podcast. No. Just get drunk and rant about shit you don't actually believe. So uh, that would be kind of funny. (laughs) I could say a pretty cool rollerblading story. Love to hear it. That involves the Packers as well. (laughs) So watched music at the garage and... When it was over, I went inside, and I'm trying to order a beer. I'm in my rollerblades, and this lady comes up behind me and tries to pick me up like a baby, and she can't. But she, like, just takes my hand. Is it because you're fat? She's just weak. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, she takes my hand and rolls me over. To one of the husbands' table, and Matt Lafleur is sitting at a table, and she was like with his posse. Was like, oh my gosh, hi Matt, and we were like talking, and they showed him the viral video and all that stuff, and I was like, I, w- I would love to bomb the hill for you. So I go up the hill, bomb it. And then stop at your house and grab a sticker off your porch. And uh, I roll into Husby's and roll right up to him and give it to him. That's awesome. Is it the greatest moment of your life? Well, I don't know who came first, me or Matt. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and then talked for like 20 minutes and that was basically it that's pretty cool man so <laughs> did you ask him if he would like make it okay for you to wear your blades in into the games maybe stand on the sideline oh, you should did you get his number where you can call him dude like, he should no. send you a green and gold fucking spidey suit that's what he should do and you should rollerblade that shit through lambo It'd be awesome Oh wow! Okay, with matching K twos here, boys. I don't know. I gave him some shit that night, and he didn't seem too friendly. Yeah, because you were talking shit to him. <laughs> you were hammered. Could have been nicer. <laughs> yeah, actually, before I met him, John comes up to me and is like, "Hey, you know Matt Lafleur is here." I'm like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just talked to him. I could go introduce you to him." <laughs> And we start walking up there and he's kind of talking with some people. So I, I'm surprised you didn't interrupt them, but you didn't. Which is probably for the best for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, um, we like walk away from him and you're like, yeah, I was just talking so much shit to him. I'm like, I'm so happy I didn't get introduced by you. I didn't talk so much to him, just a little. I'm a Vikings fan. So you're thinking that uh, if the Packers win the Super Bowl this year, it's because you bombed the hill for him? It is the reason. And then probably. Even though they're not going to win. Yeah, and when the Packers lose the Super Bowl, it's because um, you bombed the hill. Do you know what you could do? You could. If the Packers win by, let's say, 14 or more points in a game, then you'll bomb the hill. Yeah, just let the sheriffs know. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just don't let it be an NFC championship game because you can't guarantee anything like that. They'll just, they won't know when. They won't know when. That's true. But, yeah, but then, you know, you could get, you know. Yeah, just say that one. It'll be your version of the Jumbo Jack. Yeah, yeah. Every field goal, three jumbo jacks. (laughs) It's uh, for Jack in the Box for baseball. They have a promotion. It's called free jumbo jacks. If you hit a home run, you get a 
Jumbo Jack. Yeah. Didn't Gilbert <laughs> Brown have something like that for McDonald's? Yeah. Burger yeah, King, actually. Sure. Yeah, like a burger was 92 Gilbert cents. Burger. Something like that. Yeah. It was kind of like... Um, if the Packers won. I don't know. I feel like I've experienced my first Gilbert Burger at the age of like 23. <laughs> yeah. It's like in the World Series every year, Taco Bell has steal a base, steal a taco. So everybody gets a free should. taco if there's a stolen base in the World Series. Oh, it's not like you can you go into Taco Bell and the challenge is to try to steal a taco. No, but that Jack in Box, <laughs> Jack in Box, Jack in the Box oh, does a lot of work of like that around the West. Like, you know, they've got uh, the same wimpy tacos the Tap does. Yeah, they're fried tacos. Man. Yep, the little mini fried tacos. You just drop them in and you get a little nacho Before cheese. I ever had Jack in the Box, it used to be, you know, uh, by my parents' house, Mr. Submarine, Mr. Yes. Sandwich. Still have not been there. We got to go sometime. It's so bad, but so good. We have to be drunk. Is it bigger than Pops? No, no. But they have these like Cajun garlic fries that are just, they're over seasoned and so good when you're hammered. Okay. But anyway, fuck. Oh yeah, so that used to be a Jack in the Box back when my mom was growing up in the neighborhood, according to her. And uh, she would always be like, oh, the fried tacos from Jack in the Box are the best fucking thing ever. It's like, yeah, what were you doing in the fucking 70s, lady? Because, yeah, that's what they are. They're wimpy tacos. They're, there was one, they're fucking delicious. There was one right off base. There was a McDonald's, a strip club, a jack-in-the-box, and a bullshit bar right off base. It what was, was the strip club name. John was in the Coyote, Coyote Cabaret. Yeah, but what'd yeah. you call it? The shitty titty. What, what base oh. was this? Luke Air Force Base. It was pretty awesome. Saw a chicken a full leg cast do a twirl. I mean, America, baby. I mean, just that's, that's that pull yourself up by the bootstraps attitude, you know. That's called athleticism. Look, I got a fucking broken leg. Who gives a fuck? I got a, I got a strap. Need to make money, feed these kids. Now, there was a bunch of strip clubs around that area that were pretty cool. And they all had their own little niche. And that one was just particularly bad. What was the VIP section It wasn't like? particularly bad. It's where I would get sent to play pool and I had too much to drink. <laughs> a lot of Jaeger bombs out of there. And their VIP section was like just taped off regular chairs so there's just like it's almost like there's going to be a concert or something but there's just 16 chairs in a row four by four by four by four and that's where you pay double for your laptop it was a wonderful area i had heard about it in tech school and i got to see it it was pretty cool would you have do you think uh going back you would pick phoenix or would you have been stationed like overseas somewhere not gone in. Oh yeah, that's a good fucking point. <laughs> oh, you got you got some experiences out of it, right? No, I'm just saying it was a really really cool spot. I don't know how we got here either. But we're just talking. Oh, cool. I was trying to think back about how we got on the shitty titty. Adam was asking you about it. Yeah, I just I wanted to know the name. Coyote Cabaret. Yeah, you, well, we were you were talking about something on base. Jack in the Box. Yes. Jack in the Box <laughs> was right off base. Oh. But it was like this weird base setup where it took you forever. There was a McDonald's there, too. And like you wake up, all you want is a McDonald's Coca-Cola. <laughs> you got to walk three miles because there's this wall in your way. Can't cross that wall. Jack in the Box was fucking key then oh billy speaking of wimpy tacos I, I think that on this version we haven't talked about your your uh, failure to how lucky you are Ooh. so earlier this week i found out found out 
that my number is indeed in the bowl at the top at 885. I had wondered about it for a decent amount of time. And I stopped caring. And that came, it bit me in the ass. I lost $1,600 this Monday. Well, you didn't lose it. You you just non-winned it. The shitty thing is, is, you know, law of numbers, man. Like, your number was pulled. It, you got to wait one rotation. Bullshit, I just today. seen this winter. Uh, there was two weeks, weeks in a row. Year, so that's 20 yeah, years. The same person. It's two weeks in a row this winter, the same person lost. Really? Yeah. That's fucking that's, crazy. That's a rare event. It was big Which this is winter. inevitable. It's yeah, inevitable to happen. So, but. It must. I just want to say to all the listeners out there and those just tuning in, if you don't root for me this week, it's because you're a bad person. Because this episode is probably going to be out after Monday. Yeah. We can edit this, right? Because I'm fucking high. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, we can't. Ah, shit. Um, what are people I just want to say to uh, actually whoever, if it's not me, who wins the pot of gold, I want to ask, can I have some money? And if so, just Venmo Frank Dash Maloney. Adam, can I see Any denomination wallet, that you'd uh, like to just donate to the cause. If you like the podcast, I won't reinvest it. I'll probably spend it on magic cards. Oh, thanks, man. John just gave me $2. See? Dude. Sometimes asking for money works out. People didn't believe in it. Frank, can I have some money? Here's a buck. Dude, it does work. Can I have 50 cents? (laughs) Don't rip the dollar in half, Dan. Uh, I so apparently so here, you can uh, nobody down. has any quarters. And what I would really like to talk about today is gambling addiction and how you can curb your appetite. So uh, as we expressed earlier, no one has a quarter. Imagine how many people carry dimes in their pocket. Now to you and to your loved ones that can possibly offer help, I suggest betting dimes, two dimes, three dimes. Four times. I thought it was nickels. Shit. So yes, it is nickels. You've just confused everyone, but <laughs> that's all right. What he's saying is bet in small denominations and you won't abandon your family because you have no more money. I didn't know we were <laughs> like a 1-800-GAMBLER podcast. I didn't know until this moment in time either. Actually, gamble it. Gamble it all. You might win big. All right. Um, I've got a dollar, I think. Do it responsibly. What are you going to bet on? Mm-hmm. Coin flip. <laughs> Wait, so you're just going to bet a dollar? That's very lame for... This yeah, that does not, group. you know. Oh. I mean, if you're going to bet, bet. I didn't know you guys had the ear of the high roller. We could, We could have a live bet. An, an, an unlive podcast. Yeah, but we'd have to like sit here and bore people by deciding what the fuck we're going to bet on. When we could redo the story that we had earlier about uh, Spidey on skis. <laughs> oh, breaking my ribs? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was... That was a good time. John John gave me some downhill skis. And I take this major jump. And some boots. And the boots to go with the skis. Yeah. The whole point was that it fixed together so well. You used to pull yourself on those. Where were you living? I was up there with you. Didn't. Oh, yeah, Lake Dubay. Lake Dubay. But yeah, so I take this gnarly jump. And when I land, I break my five ribs, my collarbone, 
puncture a lung. And then, so I'm like breathing super heavy on the ground. And all these people were like in campers watching people jump off this jump. (laughs) And all these campers run over and I'm like standing up and trying to walk towards the medical tent. But, you know, moving like a half a mile an hour. And everyone's like, stay down, don't move. And I'm like, <laughs> like barely breathing. And it's cold out. <laughs> so then the ski patrol come over. They're like, lay down, stop moving. I'm like, no, I can, I can make it to the, the medical place. And they make me like sit down. And then, yeah, fast forwarding, I have to take this ambulance ride to Wausau. And then my friends who I was skiing with came with, and they give you this like pain relief stuff that makes you throw up. So I get wheeled into the Would that be more room, and these four nurses are like, I'm like, I, I'm going to throw up. So they put this bag over my mouth, but I like projectile it everywhere. <laughs> and then, then they have to like sponge me, like give me a bath while not moving me. Did they open you up there? No. Uh. They just cast you in, like reset things. Yeah, I mean, I was was there for long. I'm kind of wondered, like, well, I was there for three days doing all these breathing exercises. No, no, they just kind of moved it out of you. Sounds like the lung heals itself. Well, yeah, I'm sure it does, dude. Yeah, and your ribs, they those heal themselves too. Not well takes time. Can't sleep. Yeah, but when you broke your ribs, you didn't get any medical help. I did. I did. A dude that ate all the time at Skateros. I told him what happened. He had some dude come in that was apparently a doctor. Touch the shit. Said, just wait it out. Wait uh, two months. Two months. I couldn't sleep. He was miserable, dude. We were fucking hiking in uh, on Eagle Trail. I had just quit smoking and was trying to better my life. So there's this like dead tree hanging over another tree. And John's like, check this out, man. And he tries to like, he grabs it and tries to swing his legs up. So he'd hang from it. And the thing breaks and just boom, right onto a rock. You can hear his fucking. Me and Stone are looking at each other like, we're going to have to haul this fat fuck out of here. Like it was literally in the middle of Eagle Trail, like, it, yeah. Like I remember luckily, getting luckily up and walk, being like, but. "I am walking directly <laughs> back, the fastest path to here." I remember Stone getting mad at me for smoking weed that night. Oh yeah, I I I got rocked pretty hard, dude. I thought you were gonna have a concussion. I mean, the broken rib was the least of the. You got away pretty good, actually. Sucks it snapped on you. Dude, Brent, I thought it was going to be like, I was like at the camera. Chad, microphone. <laughs> so, it's like at the camera. Like, ah. I thought it was going to be sturdy. Like really, really bad. You get to climb trees. Ah, fuck. Yeah. I had it. Uh, did, what was I gonna? There was something you said, but then I got I got taken. Oh, I, taken what away. I said. Yeah, you were talking about the whole skiing thing, but oh yeah, um, lake. What what's the lake called? Oh, Lake Dubay. That's where you got cougar. <laughs> yeah, my cat cougar. We love each other so much, and. Anybody who has met Cougar knows that she, I was she gets the there. favorite cat award every single year. 
I was it, there when you got her in Lake Debay. Yeah. You did baloney for a minute. Christmas ham. Yeah, Christmas ham. So this was like <laughs> end of January, early February. I had this leftover ham. And I'd see Cougar way out in the like distance, the woods, and it's like super cold outside. But we had this patio door and I put out this plate of Christmas ham and I'd move it closer and closer to the patio door. And finally I just moved it inside. And once she came in, shut the door, <laughs> trapped her inside. She was meowing <laughs> for six hours, <laughs> even like through the night. And I was trying to touch her, but she was super scared of me. Oh my gosh. Oh shit. And then finally she like kind of calmed down. <laughs> and like I was scared to open the door to let her outside because I thought she would never come back. <laughs> but yeah, I let her back outside. I didn't see her for like a week. And then she started coming back again. So then I started buying cat food, all this stuff. And the place we were renting uh, didn't allow animals. So these people live in Florida all winter and live at this Lake Dubay cabin through the Wisconsin summer. So yeah, we're like moving out and we're trying to keep this cat outside. And it is just tearing the screen up to get inside the house. So we're like, oh shit, how are we going to, these people are going to come back to their house and have this cat trying to get inside. So I brought her to Door County, which was, was a horrible experience for her because she hated cars. So like, oh, that's when you were living on the highway. Yeah. yeah. So I had to like. You like wait till she's napping. This is how you move her. Wait till she's napping. And then you like pick her up, start petting her. And then you squeeze her. Not as hard as you can, but she can't move her limbs. <laughs> and then you run to the car and she automatically knows what you're doing. And she starts squirming around and she's still got her claws. So she's like scratching your body. And I don't wear a shirt in the summer. So it's like just tearing me up you get in the car shut the door and then you let her roam around in the car and she's making horrible meow noises <coughs> but yeah if i didn't do that she wouldn't be here right yeah. now and actually me and alex my brother were about to bring her to the humane society and an hour before Rachel came over and we told her what we were going to do. And it, she almost slapped us both in the face. And then she like took over Cougar yeah. until I could get her back up here. So Cougar. And now Cougar leaves you trophies. Oh yeah. We got a kill count. Well, <laughs> on the refrigerator kill count 2022. And I think she's at like 19 kills so far. I call her a kill girl sometimes. <laughs> you basically have dedicated your Instagram accounts to glorifying your cat, too. Yeah, I post a lot of... And you built, what, that uh, photo booth? What's that, Cougar's Corner? The Cougar Pit. <laughs> yeah, right by my fire pit. Are you receiving any compensation for the Americana that's cougar-based at uh, Kitty Cat Cafe? i rather just care about everybody knowing about her. He's not a capitalist, folks. Let's quit swinging that mic stand around there, John. Yeah, straighten that thing out. I don't turn tell you what to do. Turn the thing. Just so we can't hear you if... Hello. <laughs> Hello twice. Although, 
I mean, the only other thing that I was thinking that we could bring up is, uh, you know, I was at like been at Pebble Beach a lot this year, which is still very sweet, and it's super cool that it's still there because, you know, Sister Bay bought it, made it public, but I was thinking about the old days, like when we were there every fucking day of every week. Mm-hmm. Yep, when barely anybody went there. Mm-hmm. Like Only local people. Fucking nighttime swimming down there was the best shit ever. First time I ever night swam was with Nate down there, like uh, 07, summer 07. And that was awesome, man. Lightning was striking the water. You kind of see through the waves. And that was the first time I'd ever been at Pebble. Yeah. Um, At night, sorry, at night. Like, it was... Dude, we were there a lot. All I, the fucking time. I just thought of this when you had your farmhouse with red pan and stone. Yeah, man. Every we saw Tuesdays, the northern lights yeah. on oh, yeah. your roof, and we shot it to Pebble. And they were just like cruising across the water. Yeah, <laughs> My favorite part about them. that night was red pan hitting on Fanny. He like just went in, like grabbed her hand and just went in for a kiss. And she's like, I have a boyfriend. He goes, so? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of, I'm sure, many Red Bad stories. Oh, oh well, God. there's plenty of those. So, That's a whole nother I remember podcast. that night. Yeah, I, I remember that night, too. We're like, is that the fucking Northern Lights? That was awesome. Yeah, we, yeah, we sat on your roof. Yeah. Well, I used to do that, uh, like, I remember it most with Ben Trevor, but I'm sure because it was a really hot summer when I lived with mm-hmm. him up there. But at, from the Wilson's housing, like, if it's fucking 70, at 75 at night, it's sleep outside. Oh my God. But what we'd do is we'd, like, get drunk, just get ourselves drunk enough to fall asleep in the heat. And then we'd both wake up almost at the same time, just naturally, like 2 a.m. Just hop in a car, drive down to Pebble, swim for a little bit, and come back and sleep the rest of the night. It was fucking beautiful. That's what made Graceland so awesome. Oh. You're sleeping there anyway. You just walk across the yard and you jump in the water. Mm-hmm. And you go back to sleep and there's no one coming through. You just go to work in the morning. It's awesome. Dude. We, there were some epic fucking parties up here back in like way back when. If anybody's working up here and they don't accidentally know somebody who happens to know somebody who's rich as fuck and you can't party at their house, I'm sorry. Because our 20s were pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> they were pretty fucking awesome. You were like 19 when that shit started. Yeah, when I moved up here, I was like the only 19-year-old. That wanted to party. But dude, see, I I had that same thing too in 06. I left the day after I graduated high school. I had to write all my fucking thank you notes. I showed up that night. I get brought down past Graceland into no names and just partying on the water, getting fucked up, doing whatever. Like 20 years ago or 15 years ago, maybe a little bit more, let's say 18. This place was the Wild West. It was. It wild. really was, man. Before cameras. <laughs> Before um it was my generation that had like the first cam- you were you're a year older yeah, than me, those, man. Those were shitty fucking camera phones. Nobody yeah, was worried but it about started it. <laughs> I'm saying like before there were cameras at the bars or whatever, like Oh, I'm talking camera phones, man. That's what recorded everything. Yeah, you could record like five seconds of video. It's enough to get me kicked out of sports. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. We had Motorola's that could record more than that. In 06? Fuck yeah. I don't know. I was always behind on the technology. Because... We couldn't afford it. And they didn't want me to have that shit, so whatever. Makes sense. I wouldn't want kids to have that shit either. I still have a much older iPhone than what's out right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, I don't know. That was pretty good. Do you have any other stories you're thinking of there, Spidey? You're smiling. Well, usually smiling. Especially now. <laughs> so, uh, well, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed. <laughs> I hope everyone's smiling. I hope everybody's smiling. I don't see how you can't be after, after all that fun. But uh, thanks, guys, for doing this. Oh yeah, and uh, so it's nice. I just hope I just hope it was good. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.